You're listening to The Sigrun Show, episode number 186. In this episode, I'm doing on-air coaching with Jessica Koss on how to use her story to attract more clients. Welcome to The Sigrun Show. I'm your host, Sigrun, creator of Samba, the MBA program for online entrepreneurs. With each episode, I'll share with you inspiring case studies and interviews to help you achieve your dreams and turn your passion into profits. Thank you for spending time with me today. Building an online business takes time. I share with you proven strategies to help you get there faster. You'll also learn how to master your mindset, up-level your marketing, and succeed with masterminds. Today's guest is Jessica Kos, who is in my Samba program. Jessica Kos is a life coach and yoga teacher. She's been struggling to attract more clients and thinks her messaging might be off and not getting through. We discuss how she can use her story to clarify her message and attract her ideal client. Go to sign.com for 186 to grab the show notes of this episode and find out how you can start your profitable online business. I am here today with Jessica Koss. She is in my Samba program and has been so brave to come on Honor Coaching. <laughs> and she also left an iTunes review. Thank you so much, Jessica. And thank you for being on the show. Hi, Sigrun. I'm so um, glad that you invited me to the show. And I'm a little bit nervous, I have to say. <laughs> No problem, no problem. That's very normal if it's your first time on a podcast. So before we dive into your challenge that we want to discuss today, can you please tell the audience what you do or want to do in your business? Okay. I'm a life and mindfulness coach and a yoga teacher. And I show women how to feel calm and confident and live a life full of vitality and mindfulness and until last summer I worked as a therapist but now I want to go more into coaching and especially into online coaching online business okay so how is that working so far what is the current business challenge when I was a therapist it wasn't very successful but now when I go more into the coaching it is getting better and better but my current challenge is that I want to get more one-on-one clients. And I have a special offer this spring for 100 women to get on an online call with me for 30 minutes to speak about one challenge in their life. But I'm not sure, and that is my real challenge, I think. I'm not sure whether I send my message out to my clients, to the women or not. I there were hardly people who are interested in my offer and I'm not sure whether I put my message out. If the women understand what I really offer and what I really stand for and what I want to bring out into the world, because there were so very women who were interested only for women. And um, it starts in March and only four women booked this online call with me. And so I asked myself, what is the problem? Yeah, I think it's, uh, and I'm glad you, you explained it so well. It is often not a problem of them not wanting your help, is that they don't understand what you can help them with. 
Yeah. So we might be very busy saying, oh, book my intro session, book my discovery session, book my breakthrough session, and it's for free and nobody books. It's because they don't see what's in it for them. Because, you know, we, we have all just 24 hours <laughs> time every day and we want to use it wisely. And if we also have a sense of like, okay, is this just a call to sell me something? We are also a bit cautious of booking a call like that. But uh, since this is something I do teach in Zomba, and I'm a big advocate of talking to as many people as possible, and I know that I was able to book 100 calls in three weeks myself, I think it comes down to your messaging. So is there a resonance between what you want to do and is there people out there that really want and need what you offer? So when you say vitality coach, um, you know, yoga, my, that's all good. You know, there are many people out there doing something similar. So what is, it feels like you need this tagline, this hook that explains everything in one sentence. Choose a word for me last summer to what explains it for me very well. It is a German word and it's lebendig sein, but written in another way than normal it's a playing with words to, and it means to be living, vital, alive, but also just be and be yourself. But I don't know whether the women understand what I really mean with lebendig sein. Ich sein, me, be me, a special kind of mindfulness is in there for me, but perhaps not for the others who... No, normally when we pick just one word or a combination of words that is not common. If a six-year-old does not understand what you do, then your clients also will not. And maybe I don't need to go to a six-year-old. Uh, if you have ever used an SEO tool or a tool for your website so that Google understands it and puts you up in the ranking, if you are writing two complicated words, your SEO tool will tell you that you know, you're not getting a green light, you're getting an orange or red because your text is too complicated. The same use your messaging. It is much better to use simple words and say exactly what you do. If you can put it into one sentence, exactly what you do, what the outcome is for your client, what you help them with in very, very normal words. I know it's cool in marketing to have those one words and combination that plays onto different meanings, but that's more when you're known. And even then, it might just be something that you put on your website, but you need to be able to explain it in very, very simple terms. So whether you use a six-year-old or a 10-year-old or a 12-year-old, not older than 12 for sure. <laughs> so that's a good rule of thumb to remember that uh, if a 12-year-old doesn't understand what you do, then you have to go back to the drawing board and fix your messaging. So your messaging is about being fully alive, being finding yourself. There's a lot of people doing it, mm -hmm. right? Yes. So you need to figure out what's so special about what you do. How do you do it? And what's the outcome for the client? Feeling more alive is very intangible. Like... I cannot grasp it. But uh, if somebody tells me, uh, so you can find your dream job or you can create your dream life or you can, uh, you know, 
Like it's beyond that feeling. I can achieve something with it. So the messaging is one thing. And uh, you cannot create that in just in five minutes. You have to sit down. You have to brainstorm. You have to go back to it the next day. Ask a few people. Ask in uh, the community, in the Ensemble group that you are in right now. And get people to help you to get that one tagline. So typically a tagline is, I help. And then you have to describe the people you help with something so that they can. Yeah. So if we just had to craft this very fast, you help. You said women. To me, women, that is 4 billion people in the world. So that's too broad. So you want to help a particular type of woman. Who is this woman? And why does she need help, for instance? It's a woman who is very interested in much things, very busy in her business. And the last couple of months or even years, she lost herself because of her business, perhaps because of her family and did not keep in touch with her and, and did things for herself who were good, feeling good. Um, yeah, it's hard for me to describe. Once again, I said to a, a friend, my ideal client is me because I had a very hard time. I was in a business I didn't like and it was, I didn't have much energy because of that. I was not in a good mood and I didn't do anything for me. And I didn't feel alive like a roboter, doing but not feeling. Okay. So when you put out that post about offering free sessions. Did you share your story? I did a few days ago. I did a video and um, I shared a little bit of it. Yes. You have to share more of it mm -hmm. because that's finally where it connects. We connect with other people who have a similar story to us. So when I am reaching out, finding new people to work with and attracting them to my list, and then hopefully they'll join one of my programs, I'm continuously repeating my stories and I have different stories. I have, uh, you know, stories where I was unemployed, I, I was sick. I have to tell it in a way that it doesn't attract those who are with a, what do you call it, a victim mindset. Because if you have a victim mindset, you're not going to take action. You're not going to do anything. And the same for you. Uh, so you can share your story where you, you know, felt down and things were not going your way and you, you lost touch with yourself and but then there's the positive side you came out of it and you figured out a way and you you found the path and now you have a framework on how to help other women do the same it's important how you tell that story and who you attract there are people out there that feel bad about things and they are not ready to do anything about it <laughs> they just want to stay there and then there are others who are action takers and they're just going through a difficult time in their lives or they feel they're just, this is just like, they're willing to do something about it. They're frustrated enough. And that's the ones you need to find, those who are ready to take action. There's no point being in the convincing business, convincing someone of something that they are not ready to accept, not ready to do anything about. So that's important, especially when you are in this soft subjects that you are in that you attract people who are willing to take action. You don't have to write action takers, but in your story, in your messaging, uh, you have to check that they are actually willing to do something about it, that they're not in the victim mindset. So I encourage you to go more out with your story. I think that's probably the piece that's been missing to connect 
Because for, before I book a session with someone, I want to feel like I know, like, and trust you. And if you just tell a piece of the story, maybe you haven't gotten to the part of the story where I feel the connection. I can't think so. Can yeah. I be? Yeah? yeah, yeah. I can yeah. see you uh, smiling and, and feeling that this could be the point. We sometimes tell a story and we're dancing on the surface level. Yeah. So we tell a story. Oh, I was sick and unemployed, blah, blah, blah. And you feel like, okay, yes, sorry. I'm sorry about that. But if I tell you how I felt that I was embarrassed going to the unemployment office, I'd never done that in my life. And I was in a conflict. On one hand, I'd been paying for years. So I deserved this security. I, I, you know, it was not that I was stealing the money from someone. It was my money to have when I had this situation. But on the other hand, I was like, I'm not this type of person that goes to the unemployment office. So if you tell that, don't you feel that's a more of a connection than just, oh yeah, I was unemployed and blah, blah, blah. Absolutely. And I was a little bit afraid to put too much out of my, my thoughts, of my emotions. And when I, I'm thinking about this right now, I feel that there is a lot of emotions now inside of me to speak with the women outside about me and about my story and to encourage them. I can just imagine, let's say I'm following you on Instagram. I don't know where you're active right now, if it's Facebook or Instagram. Instagram is actually getting better reach generally than Facebook. Yeah, I'm on Facebook and Instagram too. So let's say I'm following your Instagram and you start to write these mini blog posts. Have you seen people that write a little bit story with every post? Mm, yes. On Instagram, yeah, that's very popular. That's very, very popular. So it's like a mini blog post. I don't know the exact number of characters you write. I tried to take an email recently and copy it into Instagram and it didn't work. It was way too long. So there is like a limit, whether it's 300 words or whatever, or characters. But it's a mini blog post in essence. And by there, if you can start to write your journey there, or on Facebook too, but basically write out the mini blog post and get connect. And these can be a series of, of seven or 10. And then I've been following this and then you offer me to get on a call with you. Do you see that's totally different? Yes, I feel it. This is important. I feel this is absolutely different. Yes. Yeah. I have gone with you on a journey, even if it's just for a few days. And I, I feel like, yes. C could share this, C could overcome this and C, C felt horrible and, and C went through this, you know, deep valley of emotions and she's come out of it on the other side and I want to talk to this woman. And what might even happen when we do something like this, people reach out. I was writing about passions and finding passions and how it can be difficult to find your passions and uh, finding a profitable business idea. And then I got an email, somebody wanted help with that. I had not put on, out a single offer. It's when you just honestly share and build a connection. It's a relationship. Selling is a relationship. So if we stop thinking about selling and we're just thinking about building a relationship and writing it in a way that a 12-year-old understands it, can you see that it gets so easy to connect with people? So you have a task now. Just start to write down your story and see how you can build up a momentum and then make an offer to book a call with you. And maybe you call the offer something. What is your call called? 
It's called, yeah, it's in German, 100 times more lebendig sein, more vitality, more living, more being alive. Would a 12-year-old understand no, that? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh, my God. Okay. And even if you're doing a challenge, and I've told you or I've encouraged you and everyone in Sompa to do this challenge, especially if you're starting out in your business, uh, you don't have to tell them that you're going to do 100. Mm. Sometimes it helps, sometimes not. Sometimes it may feel like, oh, there are so many spots available. I don't need to book now. I can book next week or next month. On the other hand, if you can get me on a mission with you. So what's the mission? I want to help. 100 women before end of June 2018 to get out of the rut and come back to feeling happy. Mm -hmm. If it becomes a mission and you say on Instagram, on Facebook, tag a friend of yours that could benefit from this session. Reach out to the community and ask them to tag a friend. Have you ever asked them? No, I don't think so. No, no. It's very common. It's very popular and it works. Not everyone will book a session that is tagged, but if you make it as a, it's almost like you're all in it together. You get the audience to be with you on a mission to achieve your goal. And you can report back weekly and say, hey, I've helped 10 women this week, only 90 to go. Let's achieve it together. Tag a friend who would want to Go into the summer with a smile on their face and feeling fully alive. Do you think because my um, offer, my challenge ends at the end of April, do you think it's um, I can make it a little bit longer or does it... Change it. Give yourself enough time. Don't have the pressure, but say until end of June or when 100 spots are gone. Yeah. Just get people to help you because it feels like now you are alone against the world trying to fill these spots and it's not working for you, right? The 100 challenge works when you get the community or your friends, your family with you. And how can you inspire them? Why should they care? It's because you've shared your story. Then they understand how important it is you to help the other women. Currently, they don't know because you haven't fully shared your story. You haven't fully stepped in, being vulnerable and open, why you care. And when you care a lot about something, and I know this from having friends and family, if I care strongly about something, I know this, my husband is my biggest supporter and uh, I'm a strong, you know, gender equality is, is so important for me. That's like my, my super passion in life. Now, it's not as important to my husband. He's obviously a man, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> why does he care? But because I care so strongly about it and I constantly tell stories of inequality and, and how women don't have a fair chance and we don't have a seat at the table, that he's in it with me too. And then people that work with me on my team, they're with me too. And then I get, you know, people in Sampa too, like... We're all on a mission. It's not about, oh yeah, I am just here alone trying to fill my session. Get people to care about it and then they will fly away. <laughs> Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. It's, um, yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> 
I'm really uh, touched now. It's, it's a special feeling and emotions in me now, and it, I, it feels really great. And um, that's it. You can do it. I can do it. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for being on the show, Jessica. Thank you so much, Sigrun. Thank you. Want to know the secret behind my multiple seven-figure lifestyle business? Get free access to the seven stages of a profitable online business by going to sigrun.com forward slash 186. There you also find the show notes of this episode. Thank you for listening to The Sigrun Show. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, please share, subscribe and give the show a review on iTunes. See you in the next episode.